0: One of the experiences that has shaped my life and my ministry um, was an experience when I was in theology in Chicago. We studied theology at CTU in Chicago, and we were told that we were going to be spending from Thursday until Monday living on the street with $5 in our pocket. We were taken to an area of northern, north side of Chicago, and we were told, it was called the Urban Plunge, and we were told that yeah, here's five dollars, now we'll see you on Monday. Five dollars even then did not go very far, for especially from Thursday until Monday. And so it meant that we were going to also be panhandling on the street with those who also were asking for money and begging. It also meant that we would be staying in flop houses and places where those who beg stay. Well, I'll tell you, it was very eye-opening because one of the things that I, that I discovered as... I was begging on the street, asking for money, was nobody ever looked you in the face. They would sort of like turn and put the money down, but they would never look you in the face. No one ever saw you. No one ever saw you. And if you think about those, those who are begging, we don't look them in the face. I wonder why that is. we don't see them as people. We don't see them as those who are like us. And so I discovered, one of the things I learned in that whole process, didn't make it to Monday, and one of the things I discovered in that I was from then on, even though I may not have money, When I met somebody on the street that was asking, I would just say, hello. And it sort of came what that was about a little while later when I was living, I lived in Chicago a total of 25 years. And one of the experiences I had was somebody I would see every day getting off of the L was this woman who was always there, she was asking for money. And I would talk to her, I would say hello to her. sometimes just talk about what was happening with the weather and all that. And one day I was really worried about something, about what I was doing, and so I didn't really pay attention to her, and she goes, hey, good looking. Good looking? She must not be talking to me. She goes, where's my smile? She recognized and knew that this may be one of the few times she gets a smile in the day. And we need to be aware of how we need the people that we often don't think of who have identities, except for the stories that we tell about them. I don't know about here in Edgewood, but in the community, I grew up in a farming community, and there were always those people who were on sort of the edge of the community and everybody had stories about them, why they didn't associate with the rest of the town, why they weren't seen as the rest of the people. They were always sort of out there. <laughs> you know, in, the, in middle, middle school, if you ever saw the movie The The Diary of a a Wimpy Kid, there's the piece of cheese, and those who touch the piece of cheese are those who have cooties. There are those people who have cooties. There are those people who don't quite fit in, because they don't seem to do the same thing as the rest of the people in the area. we had them in my town. And yet, in what this is about in the gospel is about a group of people, lepers, who were sick, who were ill, who people were afraid of, and who had to live apart from, and didn't fit in with the rest of the town. Nobody saw them as people. Maybe another, Another reference to that was, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Encanto. And there's a song called Nobody Ever Talks About Bruno. He lives outside. Nobody sees him. Nobody knows who he is or what he does. But they all have stories about him. What becomes important in our ways is, as Jesus shows us in the gospel, people, even those who don't, we don't see or who we don't want to associate with, have needs. They need to be healed. They're looking for healing. They long for healing. And sometimes the healing Okay, could be money, but maybe the, many times the healing is more how can they become part of the community? How can they be seen as part of and not as the outcast? How can they become part of who we are? You sang it in the song the first song today. You sang it and you long for it. We all want to be part of community. And those who are on the fringe of community probably long for it even more. They're waiting for someone to smile, to welcome them, to give them a hand of welcome and a place in the community. Why would we do that? Well, as my studies in psychology tell us, we all have some flaw. <laughs> we all have some type of flaw in us, and that we want to be also we want to be healed from. And we have a God who does give us healing and calls us to healing. But there's only one little catch in all of this. To live in gratitude for the healing we have received. And how do we live in gratitude? We do the same. We reach out to others in, in gratitude, in thanks. Because we too, as Amazing Grace says, We, too, once were a wretch. And now we are here. Can we do this? This is the story. And it's about bringing all together, welcoming into community. In the gospel, it's about lepers. In many communities, it's about those people who are a little bit on the fringe. In middle school, it's... What? Those who have cooties? In some communities, it's just about the person that nobody wants to talk about. How do we welcome them and call them to the healing that in many ways we've all received? Because we've all felt something in our lives a part that sets us apart. And so now, to say thank you is to do and hand out and stand with the next person and say, we welcome you, we call you to be part of us. And to say that that person will always be a part of the community. It's one of those assurances that we give today What's her name again? Ellie Ray. Ellie Ray. We give Ellie Ray that assurance today as we baptize her. We're saying, we will make sure that you stay part of us. We will be a safe place for you. We will be a place of welcome and assurance. And we also hope and long for and want to be as loving and caring for you 90 years down the road or 100 years down the road as we are today when you were baptized. Think of it. How many times have you longed for somebody to say to you, Good morning, with a smile? How many times have you longed for a hand of assurance, a hand of healing? And so, in gratitude, can we do the same and give Ali Ray also an assurance that will always be happening in her life?